Nowadays, introducing the original Blood Clad Podcast not PS. Sold in semantic. Special dedication all the way from New York. Boom! Yeah, man, SWOT semantic. Yeah, man, oh. Boom! Sold in semantic. Yeah, man, Big ups to the man, yeah. Sold in semantic. This is another episode of Soothing Semantics. I am your host, Rafi Pinsky. Make sure to subscribe, like, share. So today, boys and girls, dogs and cats, we have a very special guest in the Airbnb space, something that I haven't done yet. I was recommended uh, to her by a very good friend and colleague of mine, David Baez, who, as soon as I had some questions about Airbnb with a client of mine, he said, definitely message Melissa. She knows a lot in, in that regard. Follow Melissa's content. What you, what's the name of your Instagram? Melissa underscore sells underscore 954. Okay. We're going to post it anyhow. It'll, it'll pop up. So now that we're talking about Airbnb, how did you first, first off, you moved from Chicago. So yes. let's backtrack a little bit from the beginning. Instead yes. of just getting into Airbnb, what brought you from Chicago and you're welcome to talk about your backstory, okay. your family story. Sure. If you want to. Um, I was escaping an abusive relationship and um wanted to just get away from all of that. My mother lived in Florida mm-hmm. before I even decided to move away. Um so got on the on the train, got on the flight and never turned back. So I had to start all over with my son. But backtrack in Chicago, I mean... You literally had to physically escape it? Literally, in the middle of the night. Um, so, you know, I struggled. You know, I struggled. I lived off the government. You know, I the government... I, I had to rely on the government to help me pay for daycare. And I'm not ashamed to talk about any of this. Well, can we quickly um, interject, Jack? Sure. Do you want to come on the screen? Oh. And just... <laughs> You've read it <laughs> She's like, I'm right, good. No. Leave that to me. Uh, I just wanted to congratulate the both of you again on your engagement. Thank you. Thank wish you. you. Wish you many, many years till the, till the end of time of, of happiness, thank health, you. success, and everything. She put a ring on it. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. So, the, so, um. the, so, so, yeah, Jackie's in the background. She, you know, she's she's being, a, being a little shy. She's my number so one, my number one fan. Um, so yeah, you know, I, and it was a struggle and then I moved to Florida because I had to start all over, didn't have anything, a job. So, um, working nine to five, you know, and needing to still make ends meet. So I would have to clean toilets, clean office with my son watching me, um, and literally just trying to make an extra $25 a week just so I can pay my rent. And I remember looking up at him and saying, this were, this is not going to be our life, you know? And so, yeah, I, uh, ever since then I started working for corporate, found a great job, very successful at it. Um, top producer at, uh, AT&T, well, it was Bell South before making great money, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but of course I was never satisfied with just that. And years later, I met Jackie, who is and was a real estate agent prior to me. And I would never forget she had an appointment to meet with a client. 
And she's like, come with me. And I'm like, well, I'm not an agent. Like, I can't go with you. But she's like, no, come. Like, they won't know. Like, just come join me. So sure enough, I went with her. And I was the one doing all the talking. And I closed the deal. <laughs> so, yeah. That's what uh, actually brought me. Yeah, after that, you were sold. I was I was sold on real estate after that. (laughs) Okay, okay, that's a great story. Yeah, thanks. Okay, so you were you were doing the real estate before. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then, okay, so what happened from there? You started real estate. You you joined Keller Williams. I imagine that was the first company. Actually, no. Um, I didn't join right away because I was a branch manager at Wells Fargo. Okay. That was uh, the next corporate job I had, and I was you know, invested with them because again, it was also great money and I was also doing really good there. And it's all I knew was to be with a nine to five. Like I wasn't going to take that leap of faith and just jump to do real estate. Cause it's like, you're only relying on commission at that so point. So tough to do that to switch yeah, over. And when you have kids, you can't, you know, sure. So I will never forget. I was at a funeral for my aunt who passed away. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, this company that I gave my all to, um, called the funeral and literally was investigating to make sure I was there. And so at that point I'm like, this is crazy. Like they're in my, like my life, my business, you know? And I had the final straw when I came back and I had to miss my daughter's first, uh, kindergarten graduation, uh, because they wouldn't let me go. I think you mentioned this on Thursday, Thursdays. Maybe is, I did. <laughs> is it, is that what, that's what it's called, right? Thirsty Thursdays. Okay, okay. Well, it's not Thursday, but we're you know we're thirsty. Okay. Today. Well, let's just give a little <laughs> a little a little explanation here. So when I first reached out to Melissa, she told me to join her live on Instagram, and she has a very very cute idea. It's called Thirsty Thursdays, where she has her wine, and all the other girls in the thing have their their sweet <laughs> wine. I mean, the guys could have their red wine or whatever, but I just didn't put together any wine at the time. But uh, but yeah, so Melissa kind of just lets you see your personality yeah. and. Also gives the whole Airbnb conversation. Yeah. So that was good. Yeah. Okay. Go on. I, I was just so, wanted to explain it. I forgot what I was saying. <laughs> you were talking about uh, you were talking about starting real estate. Like yes. With the company. So I, I missed my daughter's graduation. And yes. And at that point, I was like, I have, I had enough. And so I would never forget. I only had like two thousand dollars in my savings account, money in my four hundred one k. And I was like, I'm quitting. Like, I'm done. Gave two-week notice, but I didn't say the two weeks. I just left. I was like, here's the keys. I am done. Left. How did it feel? Amazing. Nerve-wracking, but it also felt amazing because at this point, I knew I wanted more. And this, that was my why. Why I needed to, at this point, bust my ass and figure out really what I want to do. So real estate. Real estate was it. I signed up for the class. Mm-hmm. And... It took me three attempts to pass the exam, and I was going literally every other day. I was not giving up, in tears in my car, like, I have to pass. Finally passed, got my, my, you know, my certificate. And ever since that day, I just put my foot on the gas and did not look back. And I remember how exciting that was. I, I failed by three points the first time. Oh, my God. I aced it the second time. And I'm not a big weed smoker, but I ripped that bong so <laughs> fucking hard. My buddy came over. He, uh, my neighbor from New York, he yeah. was he was doing this whole road trip, and he just came by at the time. And honestly, I, I was dating someone, and I kind of just broke it off with her. So I was like, bro. Well, I broke it off with her before the second exam, 
but he just happened to be there. So I was like, dude, stay by me. Yeah. Let's like talk a little bit. I passed the exam and I get stoned off my ass (laughs) to celebrate. Listen, I earned it. It is what it is. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I'll never forget the first time that I actually failed. Jackie was waiting outside with flowers. She swore I was going to pass and I just started crying like I failed the test. Um, But yeah. Did it feel though when you passed it? It's oh, incredible. It's, it's awesome. Incredible. It's not like it's not like we're taking an MCAT here. Like it's not that difficult of a test. Right. But regardless, you know you're on to the next stage. Yeah. And it's just you're done with all of that nonsense having to put having to put my glasses on that scanner to make sure I don't have right. a camera in there and all the proctoring and yada yada yada. So it was nice. Yeah. Yeah, it was actually exciting for me so, too. I imagine it was. So going on there's no bong involved, I imagine. No. <laughs> Fine, just red wine. So moving on from, so now you're at the beginning. Yeah. Uh, Join Keller Williams. Okay. Join Keller Williams and the first 30 days, Keller Williams is very known to train their new agents. Um, And so the first 30 days, I just focused on their classes and being involved with the office and doing the activities that they recommended. Mm -hmm. And within the first couple months, I got my first rental deal and of course instead of blowing that money off i invested it in a product that i can use to build my real estate business and then i just continue to do that and so every time i have a commission check what else can i put this towards my business not necessarily myself it was a struggle um but i that's just what i continue to do and when you say your business you mean towards marketing or anything that you can do to Make the business bigger. Correct. Because, okay. you know, my mindset was I'm not a real estate agent. This is my company. Right. Yes, I'm doing real estate, but this is my company. I'm the CEO of my company. And so what What do you do? Right? You just continue to invest in your business. That attitude's so important because I think a lot of people, especially coming from a nine to five, mm-hmm. they think that because they're working under the umbrella of Keller Williams, yeah. they're an employee. Right. And they, they can't shift that mindset of you're working with a company right not for a company you're not working for them so you give them a cut of the money you're using that that company as the company that you brand with but ultimately they're not paying you a salary no if you don't show up for three weeks so be it right there unless you're on a team there isn't anybody looking over your shoulder saying hey melissa you coming in tomorrow right you've been on vacation (laughs) for a while right been having a lot of wine yeah it's nothing (laughs) like that that's for sure you definitely have to really you know, figure out what you want to do in the real estate business. And so that's, that was my thing. I wanted to make this into a company. Right. And so, you know, my first year in real estate, I did very good. Um, I capped. That's something that Keller Williams. First year? First year. Wow. I capped. That's awesome. Uh, brought in $3 million and a quarter my first year in real Fantastic. estate. Um, and then it just continued to grow after that. So. That's terrific. I, I didn't cap my first year. Definitely <laughs> okay. was a good year, but that's amazing. That's, that's okay. incredible. Yeah. <laughs> my coach, my coach made 13 grand his first year. Wow. And he's making a hell of a lot more at this point. I'm sure. Yes. I mean, he's coaching you for a reason, right? Yeah. I mean, he's making, yeah, thank God. Mm-hmm. So now, okay. So you've been in real estate for how long? How many it's going to be seven years. Actually, seven years in uh, November, December. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, this is, I'm starting my second, so I'm definitely more of a newbie. So wh- at what point did you take the money you were earning and invest it into Airbnb? When did you find, find out that Airbnb was something you'd wanted to do? So 
actually what I did was instead of purchasing an Airbnb right away, I bought mm -hmm. my, my own property. That was the first investment. Um, and then I will never forget. I, I don't know if you heard of rich dad, poor dad. Sure did. He's not fond of real estate. However, his whole model is have your money working for you. He's not fond of real estate. No, he's yeah, coming around. He's coming around. He's, he's more about I remember him being a, uh, okay. I guess. Yeah. It's, yeah, I, I know when I, I read heard, the book, so I don't Yeah, when I found out about that, I was so shocked because I re I'm reading the book again. And so I had a lot of people saying, yeah, you know, he's not fond of, of real estate. My mind is totally like running circles because I remember him specifically saying real estate was a good. I remember reading the book. Anyways, I, I was reading the book and I'll Sorry. never forget. Okay. He said, have your money working for you. Don't work for your money. Right. And so I had all this money sitting in my savings account. You know, and although I had my broker and I had money invested with him, mm -hmm. I had money sitting in my bank account doing nothing. So, you know, I, I'll never forget. Jackie was in the living room watching TV and I jump to the living room and I bring out the laptop and I'm doing my research and I'm Googling stuff and trying to figure out like about Airbnb. Um, prior to that, though, we did go to an event. We went mm -hmm. to an event that spoke about airbnb so i was excited at that point mm -hmm. so then that's why i started reading rich dad poor dad how can i invest my money whatever and you know i was on my laptop and i said jackie we're going to orlando like this weekend it was like a wednesday night and she was like what and i'm like we're going to orlando <laughs> so we're leaving and i'm the type of person when i say we're gonna do something and i'm gonna do it like buy a property i'm doing it mm -hmm. so <laughs> that's exactly what happened we got in the car that weekend, went to Orlando, met with an agent. She was so, like, not excited to really get the deal done. And Why? I don't know. I don't know if it was because I'm a real estate agent. And so I, I, didn't, I didn't understand it. Her drive was very blah. And I'll never forget, um, we were about to leave a property. And I told Jackie, no. I have to see if there's another property available here. I love this area for Airbnb. You came all the way out there. Yeah. You drove three yeah. hours. Yeah. Yeah. And I was, and I, and like I said, when I say I'm going to buy something and do something, I'm going to do it. So I'm like, I'm going to go to the front desk. I'm going to get access to this unit that's available. We're going to look at it and we're doing like, forget her. She can leave. So she left and I did that. Oh, the agent literally. She literally like she left. Why, um, she, she, did, she she didn't want to continue I, she was just like there's nothing else to show i got to give 24 hour notice you know how it is as a real estate agent first of all this whole 24 hour notice yes. nonsense meaning there Sometimes. are some agents there are agents that are like i it specifically says right. 24 hour i don't give a shit if it like, if, try to ask meaning yeah like what does it hurt to ask and I think maybe there was one time where they were like put their foot down but every other time i remember one one agent was like really need more time my client i'm like listen let's get the deal done right yada yada it's just like be able to have that right. communication there's a lot of ways to 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 take another route if you try it right worst case scenario okay i'll give 24 hours right. well i didn't want to hear that just like you right. said it's total bs so yeah. i saw the property made an offer in the parking lot and i was on top of it got the property obviously offer was accepted and that was my first Airbnb. Like at that point, I said, okay, I don't really know what the hell I'm doing, but I'm going to figure it out. And I know that this is going to be good. You jumped in the pool. Yeah. And then from there, you're just kind of forced to sort out what you need to. Yeah. Well, because I knew. I said, you know, I, w I was not, and I still am not satisfied because I always want more. That's just mm -hmm. how I am. I want more for myself, for my family. So with real estate, 
just selling houses, I wasn't just satisfied with that. Mm -hmm. I knew that I wanted more and I knew that I need to start somewhere. So that was my first property. And what was the mortgage rate at the time? My interest rate for the Airbnb was under 4%. What I did was instead of doing it as an investment purchase, mm -hmm. it was considered my second home, which was a great idea because I was able to save money on my interest rates. Um, so I, you know, I, I think I got it like at 3.6. Um, at the time, interest rates were really high. It was over four, four and a quarter. Wow. So that was, that was good, you know? Um, and yeah, it, it took off from there. You know, I, I had to renovate the place. It was How ugly. much did you put into renovations? So with the furniture and renovations, it cost me about $15,000. Okay. Yeah. That's not so bad. No, the, you got to invest in your in your. Sure, but I business. thought you were gonna say like forty grand or something. No, it was only no 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 no. I bargains. How much did you How much did you pay for the entire property? One thirty five. One thirty five, okay, so and how, today it sells. How many bedrooms? Two bedrooms, two baths. Okay. I'm a firm believer of the two two, and the reason why I chose a two two is because my family and I we love to go to Orlando, and so it's there's four of us, and if we ever want to stay there we have a two bedroom. So that's how I, I look at these properties when I purchase Airbnb. Yeah, you it mentioned needs to be somewhere that I and my family love to enjoy. Um, so yeah. That's it's such a that's such good advice because I never thought of it that way until I yeah. heard you say it. If you have places all over the world mm -hmm. that you want a vacation and you're setting up these hubs as investments, yep. so whenever you're not there, you're making money. Yeah. And whenever you are there, you know that that vacation, that stay is free yeah. because you've been profiting the rest of the year off of that property. Yep. So it's fantastic. Exactly. It's pretty much you're going there for free. Yep. And we did. We were fantastic. We got to experience it several times and mm -hmm. it feels great. You know, all we have to do is pay our cleaning lady to clean the place again for the next guest. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah. Do you ever... Th Here's a funny perspective that just came to mind. You were mentioning that you used to clean toilets. Yeah. When you see the woman cleaning your Airbnb... I definitely know for a fact you don't look at her in a disrespectful no. way, but do you kind of think of yourself that you were once doing that and now you own the property that she's cleaning? It's such an incredible feeling to know that I've, you know, like I mentioned this in my other um, live video, mm -hmm. it's like that show Made. Have you watched that on no, Netflix? No, I haven't. You know, there's times where I want it to give up. Like, you know, I'm like, man, this is, t it's tiring. I'm exhausted. You know, I'm so tired. And, you know, I, well, for my son, I couldn't. So, yeah, when I look at, you know, people that are having to clean toilets and stuff and, and do all this, like, I appreciate them so much because I know what it, what it was. Like, that was me, you know? Sure. So, yeah, no, but my cleaning lady is, she smarts. I, she was she was actually a bartender when I met her at that property that I purchased, and she did cleaning part time. Okay. And so she met me. I I loved her energy. I said, "Hey, you want to clean for you know you do this part time? Why don't you do it full time?" And she started doing full time for me, and she. But what about bartending? She quit because I was super busy with Airbnb. Huh. She quit. And she ended up making a business out of this. So now she doesn't clean the toilets anymore. She hired other people. It's a domino I'm effect. I'm sure you had a, uh, an influence on that. Yeah, well, of course. I have. And you probably, did you tell her you used to do it too? Or you didn't have that No, I never really spoke about all of this until recently. Now I'm okay to talk about my past. I used, I used to be a little embarrassed. Uh, but for what? 
I'm proud of where I am today and that that's it was because of my past so I'm open to talk about it she doesn't know now she will I'm sure um but yeah because of our Airbnbs because we have more than one in Orlando she was able to grow and make a business out of this it's awesome it's amazing like I love seeing that for her you know I agree I was a waiter for about eight years wasn't too difficult I definitely I just worked so many jobs yeah so many jobs I started at about 15 okay um, and I was working in, in, it was, we grew up, I grew up in a Jewish neighborhood because okay. I grew up more Jewish. I'm Jewish and Italian, but I grew up on the Jewish side. So we did a bunch of different events, all different kinds of events. And I did that for, like I said, about eight years. So whenever I see a waiter now, I'm not an asshole to the right. waiter. I, <laughs> I have this special, this really understanding appreciation for them to. because... I that was, was you once. I was yeah. doing that for a long time. I get it. I was a waitress as well. I did everything just just like you said. You know, mm-hmm. I was a waitress at 16, 15, 16. My mom had her restaurant business. So I'm the same way when I go out. I'm very understanding. Um, so I get it. Absolutely. So now some more questions about sure. Airbnb. What did you learn? What were the major things you've learned about it as opposed to owning, say, other rental properties or doing burrs or flips? What kind of solidified your choice to stay in Airbnb and what are some of the big lessons you've learned? So the whole entire hosting thing, being Mm -hmm. involved with the guests, um, you know, really not just having someone stay in the place and like, okay, thank you for paying me for staying here. No, like creating an experience for them and hearing them talk about it. Like, to me, that was very, I hate to say the word addicting, but I gravitated to that. Like, I loved, I love and I enjoy making people happy with things that I put together and that I come up with and be creative with and have them talk about it and Mm -hmm. enjoy it, you know? So, with this Airbnb, I was able to learn how to be creative with certain things, like down to the guest book, down to... You know, in our Airbnbs, we have a world map, and I have my guests put little pins of where they came from. Does the sink dispense rosé? It doesn't. <laughs> Not yet, but my other Airbnb does have, we have a little bar that has rosé in there. Okay. <laughs> so. Like you, how else would somebody know? I feel like at some point, once you own 20, 30 of these Airbnbs in different parts of the country or the world, you'll have your own Melissa touch to it where people yes. will literally know it's They'll one know. of your... and that's the whole idea that's 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 what it's <laughs> that's what to i be. that's what i would want to do yeah. i want to create some sort of some sort of uh something on the wall or yeah something where people go oh okay that's cool he owns another place and whatever yep so this way they know what they're kind of getting into they know there might be some sort of gift or it could attract certain people yeah I think that's so cool. that's why all of my airbnbs are called deja blue so there's deja blue one two and three and all of the units have this touch of blue mm-hmm. on the walls, um, Very like an accent wall. And then we have the world map where guests have to put a pin of where they came from. And most of the time I tell them, tag us and take a picture. Uh, but it's I love when I go to the Airbnbs That's so and I smart. see the world map and pins all over the place. I'm like, my kids, they get excited. Look, someone came from Japan. Someone came from here. Like, it's just so cool. That's so smart. That's awesome. Yeah, it's okay. inspiring to see that. For sure. It's like, we got to go there next. We got to go. We got to go to Alaska. We got to go, you know. And also, if you meet 
you get to know these clients. Yeah. If you're ever in that country, you can contact them. They can yes. help you with an itinerary. I've connected with people who said who are also Airbnb hosts, and they're like, "Hey, when you come to Costa Rica, which we're headed there um, in December, they're like, stay in our Airbnb. We'll take care of you. You know, it's, it's great. cool. It's awesome. Yeah. Okay, so what are some other key points, things that you advise to do that you advise not to do? If somebody's starting out, mm-hmm. what do you? What would you immediately? What immediately comes to mind? You need to educate yourself. Mm-hmm. You can't just jump into the Airbnb platform. Educate yourself. And what I recommend is go to events. Learn it. Learn the systems, the tools, and everything. Um, but if you do, if you are already in Airbnb, you started the process. What I recommend is just being creative. Well, how um, much can you know? How much can you know? Because when you said you bought your property... Just to challenge you a little bit. Yeah. You said you had no idea. I had no idea. But you don't suggest that about other people. No, don't make that mistake. <laughs> I got lucky because, you know, it's all about the thing with the platforms. It's all about your reviews. Um, that's the only way you're going to get multiple bookings and you're going to have return guests or you're even going to be successful. Um, so the reviews matter. And if you don't know what the hell you're doing, you're getting all these bad reviews First of all, they will kick you off the platform and right. there goes your investments. Like you got to figure out how you're going to, you know, make it worth it. Make it worth Yeah, you, you, you have to. So, so the, the question always is when you talk about being prepared, mm-hmm. how do you gauge preparedness? Like how much do you really need to know before you jump in? Because with anything, you're still going to have to learn on the field. Yeah. So you can read and watch videos and yeah. watch your videos yeah. and it's going to help tremendously yeah. at the same time. As somebody who's never invested, you're never going to be fully ready. So you no, kinda, you're always going to have to take that. I'm still not ready. There's still things I'm learning. There's never, yeah. So, you know, if you're really wanting to do this, okay, you're going to jump in. You may have some hiccups. Um, just learn the damn platform. That's the basics. The right. platform. Figure out how you're going to message your guests. Figure out how to even uh, adjust your pricing mm-hmm. of the Airbnb. Look in the area and see what activities. It, the first advice I should have actually gave was... When you're looking for an Airbnb, you need to look in areas where it's busy and attractive. Mm-hmm. Okay. Some people feel like, okay, I'm just going to list my condo in, like I mentioned, Coral Springs, for example. What's happening in Coral Springs right now? Really not much. Mm-hmm. So you're not going to get much activity. You have to be creative, uh, creative about the area. So what area is really busy? Really look into that first, actually, is my advice. Okay, that's very sound advice. Yeah. What are some other things, or what are th- also what are some things you would advise strongly not to do? Strongly not to do. There's a lot I can say strongly not to do. Go on. Um, I strongly recommend that you do not purchase a property that your first investment, by the way, to be a seven hundred thousand dollar property. And you know nothing about Airbnb because you're setting yourself up for failure. Mm-hmm. Uh, remember, you still are responsible for that mortgage, right? If you don't get bookings, um, you see people who love, they get emotionally attached because the property is beautiful. And it like you get emotionally attached and then you make mistakes. That's one thing you should not do as an investor. Yeah, that's a t- take a totally your emotions different. out of it. Yeah, you know? you're not living there. This is a totally different animal. Totally. It's, yeah. So you have to be careful because 
if you get emotionally attached to that property because it's beautiful and you spend six, seven hundred thousand dollars, million dollars on this property because you feel like, oh my God, this is so gorgeous. Are you, did you do your research? You know, and I've seen people, I've heard stories, you know, people fail. Wow. Tremendously. Yeah. So. That's very good advice. Yeah. So what are other things that you can think of that would be, that wouldn't be the best thing, best idea? Uh, putting your property on any platform if it is not ready. When I mean by ready, staged. Mm-hmm. Okay. I go through Airbnb listings and I look at these pictures and people take, they put up their listing of their home looking as basic as possible with their cell phone pictures. Oh, that's a, yeah. There's so many people so, do that with listings. It's, that's another thing. Do not do that. You know, I think and some people need a, co- they need really need a coach. And that's where that's I'm sure I'm you here. come in to <laughs> take a here. look at their place and be like, yeah. no, yeah, no, 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 yeah. no. Turn the lights on, open the windows. Yep. There needs to, this needs pizzazz. It needs yeah. flavor. You need some touch. People, you need some love. You need to some spunk. Like you need to have, you, you want someone to look at the pictures and feel like, oh my God, I want to experience that. I want to go there. So that's one thing don't do is take pictures with your cell phone and make sure your house is staged. If it's not staged, don't put it up. I don't know why this isn't common sense, but I guess people don't, they just don't know what they don't know. No, right. right. Some people, like it comes naturally to certain people. Right. You know, so I think that's where the, that's where the plus is. Like when I, when I, even if I'm, I'm listing a a cheaper property, Mm -hmm. I still know I'm going to do professional pictures. It, it changes the game. Yep. So if you, you know, it's, it's with the podcast, even I know the quality of the mics aren't as good as they can be. I'm going to get better mics. The, the even the camera quality right. could be there are things that can be better mm-hmm. but i'm aware of it yeah you know so it's something but that's see, gonna happen that's the thing you just said it i didn't know that this wasn't good quality i don't, right? not, I don't know well, anything it's not bad about but it's not yeah but it looks fine right mm-hmm. so just like when someone goes into your listing you i'm not saying you you can't have cheap things just make sure it looks nice right you know right. believe it or not i go through thrift stores and i find great stuff and i put it in my airbnbs and no one will ever double. I spent ten dollars for it, you know. When it really looks like, as long as you present it well, present it well. Is it, I always say you can have a guy who buys an, a three thousand dollars suit, but if he's out of shape and the suit doesn't fit good. right, it'll look cheaper. Yeah. Than a guy who's wearing a hundred dollars suit, but he's fit, and it goes that same way with men exactly. or women, obviously. That cheap suit will look a hell of a lot more expensive and nicer if the guy's fit and it, and it's fitted. Yep. So it's just, yeah, it's a good point. Um, so we know some do's, we know some don'ts. Mm-hmm. What are some of your bigger plans now? I know you want to expand, you want to buy more yes. property. What are you thinking? What are your so, plans? yeah, are no, plans? I will. I, I will. So we currently have three and they're all in, you know, they're areas that we want to stay in. So we have another one near Universal Studios. This other one's near Magic Kingdom. I actually today was looking for another one in um, Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, because mm-hmm. we want to go there. Um, Jackie's grandma lives out there. So when we go visit, we can stay by the beach and also Airbnb it out. My goal, though, is to have a minimum. I remember saying I wanted six Airbnb listings, but this is so much fun. So now minimum, I would say maybe 15. Minimum. Um because it's it's really not difficult if you're enjoying it. It doesn't feel like a job. 
it's just it's so much fun. So I'm like, why would I stop at six? And I say 15, it could change again. But I want it to be in all air, different places. Yeah, in the once world. you have 15, I'm sure you're going to want more than that. Oh, yeah. Like if, if I can have, and I even want to expand out of the country. Sure. You know, I want to, everywhere that I can think of where I like to travel. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. And then once you have, I mean, the passive income is going to be fantastic. So, yeah, I mean, so the reason why I say six, I, my plan is every Airbnb has to pay for something in my lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So one Airbnb is paying our mortgage in full where we're not paying it at all. One Airbnb is paying our maintenance for the property we live in. And then one Airbnb is paying for our lifestyle. Mm-hmm. So the next Airbnb would pay for something else that we love and, you know, to do uh, maybe travel, you know, so it just it has to go. That's why I said six, because we do love to travel. I love to shop. I love nice things, you know. Jackie's so, laughing. <laughs> yeah, you know, I love nice things, uh, you know, and I don't want us having to worry about a mortgage or anything. So sure, yeah, without a doubt. I mean, the feeling of of an asset paying for your lifestyle, amazing, is such an amazing feeling. While it's also paying itself off. So right. Remember, these are all there's there. I have loans on them, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but they're being paid off by the guests and it's also paying for our mortgage where we live. So it's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You have a lot of good debt, but it's good debt. Yep. Great debt. The it's one debt you should have is real estate. <laughs> a lot of pe- That's also another conversation is a lot of people are afraid of that because they look at debt as yeah. debt, but that's debt that's going to make you wealthy. Yeah. People have a very, it's, a, it's a scary thing to think about. Yeah, I'm sure. How long, how, how much did you kind of have when you bought your first? Meaning, I think it's a valid question for people. How much of your money did you have to put in towards the down payment? Sure. Um, I used a total of $40,000 included, that included uh, me flipping the place and staging it and everything. Okay, so 25 down and about 15 Yep. And you said you bought it for 135 f- Okay. 135 And remember, I'm a real estate agent, so I got commission from my deal. So I, How much did they give you? So you get 3%. Well, now everyone's doing 2.5% because of what's happening. It's like, it's crazy, but whatever. Um, 3%. And so that also, like my real estate people out there, mm-hmm. take advantage of that. You know, you're getting that money back. Use that towards your investment. So I think I got like almost five grand. It's awesome. I hate math. <laughs> Honestly, like, I don't know. <laughs> Me, too. Do, Me too. Do the math. 135 times 3%. I don't know. <laughs> I think it was like... There's so many people watching this that literally got it in two seconds. Probably. But yeah, I'm also not... I can tell you how much money I'm making, but to sit here and break it down, yeah, you're not going to get that, especially when I'm drinking. $4,050. Okay. Either way, that's a nice percentage of, you said, 40 grand? Yeah. And then I also... Still, it's nice. It's nice. Yeah. I also negotiated with the seller during inspection period, you know, so I believe... If I can remember, I got another like two thousand dollars. Six grand off forty, yeah. so we're talking thirty-two k. Yeah, it's not bad. No, not it's at all. not bad at all. And how much do you get a lot of the time for the for this unit? So I profit close to four thousand dollars a month. Well, I bring in four thousand, and after paying the mortgage, so it's over thirty-five hundred. What's the mortgage? Like five something, not even. Five hundred something. Yeah, it's really killing cheap, it, right? Super killing cheap. it. Yeah. <laughs> So it's, yeah. It's amazing. It's amazing. I I cannot wait to do this. 
It's amazing. I can't wait for me to help you do this. Like, thank you. And then when you get your first one, you're like, Melissa, like I have clients. Oh, I know myself. I'm going to be so, so crazy about getting more of them. Oh my God. I just love those text messages. The people that I help. I want another one. I want another one. Oh, I'm going to want so many of them because they're doing great. You know, Mm -hmm. just when I know that any income I make from selling real estate is additional income Mm -hmm. where my expenses are already covered. I'm not in that position yet, so I cannot wait. I will. I can't, <laughs> I can't wait for that. God, my cat is killing me. Oh, man. Mm. <laughs> well, like once, if, if I go to the gym and I sweat it out, You'll be fine. or I go and shower, it's totally fine. But um, not the end of the world. Mm. Yeah, she's, she's good, though. She's a good animal. So, okay, so other than... Other than the the do's, the don'ts, mm-hmm. your first property, is there anything else you can think of from for somebody that's starting out that you know essentially comes to mind right away as to what you what you suggest? So, I, you know, I think about it. Some people are like, "Well, I don't have forty thousand dollars in my bank. Like, you know, all I have is like six grand. Mm-hmm. You could still invest that into doing Airbnb. Well, how?" rent a property and you can literally rent a property and put it on the platform and make money from that. You got to ask for permission because well here, who allows that though? You, so you're talking about legitimately or like under the table right now. <laughs> no. Cause like, so don't, to... don't be, don't do anything illegal. You have to ask for, ask permission and put it in writing on your lease agreement that the landlord agrees for you to sublease. But why would it, why would a landlord want that? They don't because they they're happy with what they're getting, right. and they don't have the patience or time to to try to do it. I mean, if you can do Airbnb, why not do that? So there's a lot of owners, especially in Orlando, who live out of the country, and they don't know that you can manage your property on your own. They usually most of the time go through the actual maintenance company, who charges like forty percent, so they don't see the value of still using it as short-term renting so then they put their rentals you know with an agent to rent it for them okay and so they rather just make fifteen hundred dollars a month instead of dealing with having to deal with a maintenance company and all this other extraness that comes with it but even the maintenance company yeah but they'll still make more money that way yeah well i hear you but they don't get that and it works for me see because i rent a property and i have it on airbnb and we pay $1,500 a month. And after all of our profits, we're bringing in $1,000 extra. Where do you find these? She's like, I, I can't have, tell you. Yeah, you have to come to my event. So that's oh, why I'm doing nice, an event. Nice, nice, yes. game, nice play. Yep. It's fair. It's fair. <laughs> Fine. I'll, I'll do it. You got to come to the event. November. I think we just found a venue yesterday. I'm going to announce when. But so it's amazing. That's yeah. what I want. That's great. It's a great way to start. Yeah, I have people that you I know, can't I don't... believe these owners. Like, what kind of? Yeah, I know. Here, okay. rent my property so you can profit off my property. Yeah, but you know, you're not gonna always have that. So you also have people here in like Fort That's... Lauderdale or whatever. They're like, no, nah, I want. I, you gotta give me an extra two hundred dollars a month, and then you can use it for Airbnb. Give it to them if you're gonna profit a thousand dollars more. Period. Because some people don't have that energy to to put into airbnb like it's not easy you can't just put your property on the platform and like oh i'm making money no you have to engage you have to do certain things so not everyone wants to deal with that they rather get they rather get their secure guarantee monthly income that's it 
<laughs> well, as they say in Portuguese, fuck that. Right. <laughs> yeah, I hope I hope it's cool. I mean, I don't know if you, I, I imagine you you sometimes once in a blue moon throw out curse words. So I think no, I'm fine with it. Listen, I noticed you've been keeping things very kosher in that department. So I well, just, because my. Maybe, no, my kids, they hear me. They hear me drop the F-bomb sometimes. I tell them oh, you okay. don't repeat it, so it's all good. Okay, okay. No, just because as my podcast, I, I the best part about it yeah. is that I get to be as naturally be myself. Be yourself. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so are there any other things you wanted to cover? No, I mean, I think you asked pretty much. I mean, is there anything else you want to know? I know you're wanting to get into the field. Is there anything well, else that comes to mind? I know that for me, it's just a matter of the right time. Now, when I mean that, I simply mean just having re- the real estate business bring me more of an income. Yeah. Um, because I'm not trying to take on a mortgage like that unless I know that things are starting to pick up, that my clients are coming in. Obviously, there can be dry spells, but once I see that I'm at least having a deal a month, two deals a month, then I'm going to be like, okay, I got this. People are starting to get to really get to know me. The podcast is a great platform for that. So mm-hmm. once it gets big enough, I know I'm going to get business from that alone. Yeah. And I already have, not indirectly because anyone on my social media is constantly seeing every single week there's a podcast. Yeah. So they remember me. Yeah. Like, that's oh, Rafi, another it. podcast, another podcast. Yeah. Another. So I'm staying top of mind. So that's my indirect marketing, if that makes so sense. So you said, real quick, because I, you know, everyone, a lot of people are watching this and I want to, you know, clarity is power, right? We learned that with Bold Laws, um, with Keller Williams. You said that you want to make sure you can take on a mortgage. So you want to get more deals. So remember, you're not taking on the mortgage anymore. Your Airbnb, and it's just not Airbnb. There's VRBO. There's other platforms. Well, what I mean that I, it's really a lot of it is also the down payment, but I hear that. Yeah, down yeah. payment is all you have to worry about. Listen, I always tell my agents, real estate agent friends out there, as soon as you get that nice big commission check of average is six to, what, 20000 Put it to the side. And, and, and once you get to twenty five, thirty thousand, 30000 now start looking for property. It's very good advice. That's and that's true because once you have the down payment, you have the get. Oh, I, that leads me to a great question. That's what I wanted to ask you. Now, okay. <laughs> so, but once you have the down payment, you get the property. All you have to really make sure is that the property, the pictures are good. Mm-hmm. It's appealing. It's in a location mm-hmm. that people would want to go to. Yes. Once you have those guests and you have the great reviews and you become a super host, then you know that you're going to have that constant, uh, you know, full month yeah. of people. How do you, um, how do you initially guarantee that you have a steady flow of people because you do have to pay off that yeah. mortgage? So, so long. Other than what we mentioned, mm-hmm. other than the place looking immaculate, yeah. it looks nice, it has flavor, it's in a good place. Um, how what do are I make other... sure I get those bookings right? right? So I have a system, mm-hmm. and I have tools in place, which you have to come to my event. <laughs> to find out what I'm using. Um, okay. That system is what's generating and helping while I'm sleeping at night. It's actually telling me, well, it's telling itself there's competition over here and this is a price of what they're paying. So you need to be at this price. So this is where we're going to be. And you're going to get bookings before that listing because you are priced right and they are not. But I cannot say because I want you to come to my event. (laughs) I thought the podcast would be enough to get these secrets. No. Wow. (laughs) Damn. Okay. Nice try, though. (laughs) You got to come to the event. Fine. Fine. All right. Okay. So I think that that pretty much covers it all, though. 
if there's anything else you can think of. No, this was fun. You know, and I don't like talking. Well, although I don't have no one in front of me besides Jackie and you. I don't like talking on the camera and stuff. But this was actually really cool. Really fun. You made me feel comfortable. Awesome. I'm glad so to thank hear. you. Thanks for My having pleasure. me. And yeah, can't wait to do it again. It's definitely going to be a while. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm, I'm always having a new guest now for the time being. Good for you. But I definitely, I had a great time. Thank you so much for thank coming, you. Melissa. Thanks for joining Jackie as well, even though you're in the background. <laughs> and I hope you guys gained a lot from the, from the episode. And yeah, I'm part of me dudes and dudettes. I'm just a little, little out of it because of my, my animal out animal allergies but don't forget to subscribe like share check out melissa's content if you are in south florida go to her event i'll we'll drop some info yes. on that and check out her instagram she has like we mentioned what she calls thirsty thursdays where she talks about investment airbnb the wines she drinks uh things of that nature so definitely make sure to get involved and I hope you guys got a lot from the video. Leave your comments. And I will see you next time. Yes. Bye.